0: Welcome to our summer series, Embodied Holiness One Voice, where one person shares one story, one thought, one idea, or one inspiration that we hope will help you draw near to God. What I share with you today is something I wrote in July of 2018. Lessons we learn in the past are lessons that we often still need to learn in our present, and we'll still need to learn in our future. And so I share this with you today in hopes that it will serve as a reminder and an encouragement to your heart, just like it's been to mine. I'm Susan Eaton. Thanks for joining me today on Embodying Holiness, One Voice. Oh, the proverbial straw. Yes, that one. The one that broke the camel's back. That straw landed on me recently. It came crashing down on me with the weight I was not expecting. I mean, when I looked at it, it still looked like a small little straw. It was an easily dealt with, although extremely annoying, issue. Truly. This straw was something that could be easily remedied, and yet it landed with a force that caused every ugly cry that ever wanted to come out of me in my whole life to come out all at once. And I do mean ugly. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's that one little thing that just is the last thing you can handle. And it's not that you wouldn't normally be able to handle that thing. It's just that there have been what seem like thousands of other things, other small pieces of straw, issues and situations requiring your attention, insisting that You give your time, your focus, your energy, your patience, your creativity, your ingenuity, your everything to make it all work. And you're juggling all of those things while slowly being buried under the weight of them and making it somehow until that one last straw lands. Then boom. The morning the atomic straw landed on me and blew up everything and everyone around me, dogs included, I found myself wondering how it happened. I'm sure you could all diagnose me from a distance and you would at least partially be right. Yes, I'm tired. Yes, I've been doing a lot of things that have required my energy and time. So you're right, I am a busy person. But I'm always a busy person. But I also balance myself with time spent for me and God in the quiet Um, time spent taking care of myself physically, and time spent with my family. No, I think there was something deeper going on than mere busyness, something designed to reveal to me things that needed to be addressed in my heart and soul. Here's some backstory for you. I have this tendency to pray dangerous prayers at times, prayers that seem to bring the boom. Prayers like dismantle me, Lord, tear my pride down, Lord, search me and know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts, see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And every time I pray these types of prayers, God does what I've asked him to do. Why would you do that, you ask? Well, I don't do it often enough, that's for sure. But when I do, it's because I've noticed things about myself through the leading of the Holy Spirit, I'm sure, that I don't like. For instance, attitudes that are fear-based, actions and thoughts that are prideful or self-centered, things like that. And when I become convicted over these things, and look, sometimes it takes longer than others, depending on how caught up in myself I've been, I confess them and ask God to forgive me and make me more like Him. I pray these terrifying prayers asking God to do things like crush my pride and search my heart because I'd rather be dismantled by God and put back together by Him than continue living in a way that's not life-giving and that's potentially destructive to me and the people around me. So I pray these prayers And then I forget I prayed them. Apparently, I have a gift for prayer amnesia. I pray, and then I forget, and continue about my life, doing my best to be faithful and hold all the things and attain all the things and be responsible and loving, and then... Prick. A hurtful word from someone, and my pride and insecurity are revealed. Prick. A stressful situation reveals my anxiety, and the fear that follows me around. Prick, prick, prick. Slowly, I start coming apart. Sometimes I think, what is wrong with me? Why can't I handle these little things? They are so small. What gives? And while I'm vulnerable because the inner things in me are being laid bare, the enemy swoops in, takes advantage of the opportunity, and whispers lies to me. You're no good at anything. You're insignificant and not making a difference. God seems silent and distant because you can't even pray right. On the morning this last straw landed, it finally dawned on me. This is what you prayed for. Right. Those things aren't true. That's not what's going on. I've been strategically dismantled. The unhealthy in me is being revealed for what it is. Everything unhelpful, unholy, everything false I've depended on is being exposed in the light. Search me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Done. Revealed. Exposed. These are your anxious thoughts, Susan. These are the treasures in your heart you've been relying on. When I look back, I can see so clearly that every little prick was targeted at a lie I had placed my trust in on some level. Lie. I am significant and valuable because I can accomplish a lot in a day. Prick. Time and plans interrupted repeatedly. Lie. Positive opinions and comments from others are proof of my worth and significance. Prick. Nothing but crickets. Lie. Being creative and able to write and put the words together in a good putting together of words kind of way show I'm making a positive impact on the world. Prick. No words in the brain. Nothing to write. The brain is empty and not working. Lie. You're doing great at life when you can save money in order to provide a car for your son before he's 35. Well, that money you just saved? Boom. Car repair. Oh, you got some more, did ya? Boom. Electrical issue at the house. A little extra came in. Boom. Both dogs have been inhabited by aliens and all their insides want to be on their outsides. That vet bill will finish all that off. Prick. 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 There's more, believe me. But I think you get the picture. Slowly but surely, God honored my prayer and one by one slowly revealed the lies and dismantled each of the things I had constructed around myself to build myself up. Each and every one was revealed as the insufficient, non-sustaining, limited, finite help that it was. As I sought to find my center once again in Christ, I sat where I always sit every morning to be alone in the silence with the Lord, and I began to read the Psalms. Psalm 121 rose to my attention. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. The Lord is my help. Not finances, not affirmation from others, not perfect circumstances, not my abilities, not stuff or my plans. My Lord, nothing else can keep me at peace. Nothing else can sustain me or lift me up or give me worth. Only my Lord, my God, can keep me safe, sustained, and centered. My worth is in Him and Him alone. Goodness knows none of the things I went through were any sort of monumental crisis. Please know that I do see this. Most of my issues are very much first world problems. Others are going through worse. I've been through worse. But I think that's the point. If I can begin to see in the small things where I'm off center and where I have a tendency to trust in things that are less than God, or even make them idols, if I can learn how to abide in God now, then when huge storms come, I will not be shaken to my core. I will have practiced trust, and I will learn day by day that God is faithful in all things. How do you need to place your trust in God today? Where have you been putting your trust in false things? Where have you been believing the lies of the enemy that tell you you're not able, you're not good enough, you're not going to make it? remember lift your eyes to the hills your help comes from your lord and he will never leave you nor forsake you i'll close today with one more reading of psalm 121 this time from the version the voice psalm 121 a song for those journeying to worship I look up at the vast size of the mountains. From where will my help come in times of trouble? The eternal Creator of heaven and earth and these mountains will send the help I need. He holds you firmly in place. He will not let you fall. He who keeps you will never take his eyes off you and never drift off to sleep. What a relief! The one who watches over Israel never leaves for rest or sleep. The Eternal keeps you safe, so close to Him that His shadow is a cooling shade to you. Neither bright light of sun nor dim light of moon will harm you. The Eternal will keep you safe from all of life's evils, from your first breath to the last breath you breathe, from this day and forever. Come join the community on Facebook and Instagram at Embodied Holiness. You can find all our episodes along with bonus materials on our website at embodiedholiness.com.